Hey guys, welcome to Encounters. I'm here today with a very special guest. Uh, this is episode two. This is my grandfather, and uh, he's there's cameras here and here, and we're set up here in the studio, and we're gonna just um, begin to talk about some things the Lord was showing him even last night. Uh, stories that he's told me of that God did throughout his life that changed my life. And so I just welcome everybody online to uh, this episode of the Encounters with Lionel Poisson, my grandpa. And I'm excited to uh, to have you here, Grandpa. I'm happy to be here, really. Yeah. I cannot laugh when you you asked me to be here, and I, I there was no problem saying yes, I'll be here. No problem. Well, you've never had a problem with sharing. No, no, no. <laughs> never. Because it's not me that's doing it, the Spirit of God within me. That, uh, the experiences I've had, uh, the, one time I had, to, I, I'll go into it later, but this incident that I had, uh, I said, oh, it's you. I looked up and the devil was there, and a big, big man, ugly looking thing. And I said, oh, it's you. He jumped back and he kept bobbing back and forth and 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 after he disappeared, I said, Lord, how come I said, uh, oh, it's you? I didn't know who that was. He says, the Holy Spirit did. Oh, yeah. I said, now I know. And the Spirit spoke through me. Yeah. And well, and even the Bible says that he knew us before we were born. And so your spirit knew that spirit. Yeah. Recognized it. It was a big thing. I was... I hope nobody else ever sees him. Exactly. Oh, but the 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 best part was was he wasn't even able to come near you. He actually jumped back when you noticed him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he, when I said, "Oh, it's you," he jumped back and looked at me. He's weaving back and forth. See, I believe that there's um there's like a sound, and if we're in tune with the Holy Spirit, the spirit realm reacts to that sound. And so when you said it's you, he heard Jesus saying it's you, yeah, not yeah, you. Yeah. Because you're one with Christ. That's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. And I, when, when he told me that it was the Spirit of, that, that recognized him, I said, oh, yes, I understand now. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, even Smith Wigglesworth one time, you know, he came downstairs and he heard the rocking chair moving or something, and he looked and he said, oh, it's you, and he went back up to bed. He didn't even, <laughs> didn't yeah. even waste his time. So, when my spirit said that, I, I, I kind of stunned because I was looking at that big monster bed and I didn't know who it was. And I asked God uh, why I said, oh, it's you, because I didn't, re didn't, re didn't uh, recognize, him. recognize him. And he told me the Holy Spirit spoke to him. Wow, that's awesome. <laughs> that was a, I was actually going to probably pull that out at the end, but I'm glad that we pulled it out right away because it yeah. would be a shame to miss it because just that reality yeah. of the fact that, number one, Jesus made a show openly, and we're not at war. That's right. You know, the Bible says that Christ made peace with his blood. That's right. He is the head of all creation. Amen. You know, like, and that's... That's really what you've shown me over my whole life is that God's in control. Amen. And if we speak what he speaks, it'll happen. Yeah. And so last night you were laying in bed. You weren't falling asleep. Yeah, I was uh, I was laying there and I'm thinking. And I said, Lord, I said, I, 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 I've had so many things, experiences with you. 
I can't remember them all, but since I know that the Holy Spirit is within me, and it's gonna, you told me, he's gonna, it's the Holy Spirit that's gonna talk, and I, I don't have to worry about a thing. Don't worry about what you're gonna say because the Spirit of God is gonna reveal it to you. So I said, okay, it's no problem. I'll have no problem with tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, just walking with the inward knowing, you know. Yeah. So you got saved. I, I believe you were still in the Catholic Church at the time. When I you, was in the Catholic Church. Uh, it was like I a had men's a lot group. I trouble with the Catholic Church because I, I, I was, I was an altar boy, and I kept looking at, at the altar, and I said, I talked to the Lord when I was up there, and I said, Lord, is that really you? And are you really here? I says, I have a hard time with that. Yeah. And uh, when I got saved, and that. Well, I realized that it wasn't true. Anything they taught wasn't true. So, well, uh, and th that he wasn't in the form of tradition, that he was alive. Uh, yeah. yeah. So they weren't, when they spoke, they weren't teaching what he's teaching. <laughs> so, and you were looking for something more. Like you were going to a men's group, weren't you, or something? Yeah. My, my buddy Al and I, we go, we, we did a lot of praying together. And uh, we've seen a lot of things God did for us, and uh, even for hunting. Yeah, that's one of my first memories was you would tell us every time you would go moose hunting once a year. Yeah, well, see, when we got a hold of the, you can have what you say. I thought we both thought of it, and uh, I got that you can have what you say. So if I say it, I can have it. I says, I'll... I said, from now on, I said, we're saying that the, the moose is already shot. We're just going up to, to get it. Yeah. So I told a policeman that one time. <laughs> <laughs> he said to me, you got friends up there? I said, oh, no, no. But our moose is already shot. We're just going to pick it up. <laughs> he said, have you got a big shovel? <laughs> 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 so I said, no. But I said, I'll prove it to you when I come back. I'll show you pictures. And I, I showed him. I, when I come back, I had it, you know. But we get some beautiful motion like that. Well, and you guys would just basically, you were declaring that which is. See, we in the shop, in Chrysler's, once we get a hold of that, really seen that. So we told them, we'd walk around in there. You going hunting? Oh, yeah. Well, our motion's already shot. We're just going to pick it up. They say, well, you got friends up there? No, no friends, but we're just going to pick it up. It's already shot. They couldn't understand that, but it didn't matter. Well, you never came back empty-handed. That's right. We never did. Never did. Only once when we get stuck in a, in a, in a, in a wilderness, nobody knew we were there. We had a, about 180 gallons of gas for the truck. And we were stuck, oh, I say, well, both wheels were in the quicksand. Oh, my gosh. We, we couldn't move the truck. So we slept there all night. And we, we agreed that when we get to camp, that there'd be a man there that would help us get out of here. And <laughs> we, we spoke it, we said it, and next morning we tried to get out. Well, we, when we seen we couldn't, 
It was 18 below zero when we were out there cold. So we thought, well, we better not stop when we start walking because you fall asleep, that'll be the end of us. Yeah, yeah. So we started walking right about wow. eight miles, and then we walked and walked and walked. Finally, we got to camp, and we're looking around, and all of a sudden, my buddy, uh, Normie, he seen the trucker, he ran out to the other building, and the, the guy couldn't sleep all night, so he decided to come to camp. And uh, He had a big truck to pull uh, you out. We, we had a, they called it what they call a skidder. It's a big monster of a machine. He just put it on there, and the minute he hit the switch, up she went. Oh, we wow. Went, Daddy just drove it away. We were out in no time. That's awesome because it's like that day when you guys headed out, you headed out in faith. Knowing that God was going to make a way. That's right. That's, right. That's wild. Yeah, he, he, he's, well, we, we always had God with us. Uh, there's, there's no time even traveling. We had about tw 10, at least 10 ca cans of gas in the back of the truck, and they were full. And uh, we were traveling near Wawa. We were going through town, and the, and the truck started swaying back and forth. And we seen all that gas, and uh, my buddy and I, we looked at that. We said, "In the name of Jesus, it stopped dead." When we said the name of Jesus, the truck just stopped dead. Then, then sway stopped. We looked at the hinge; it was all twisted, pressed. We had to find a guy at twelve or one o'clock in the morning to take care of the the the, the, the hinge. Oh wow! It was twisted so bad. But he got it. We got it back, and then we hooked like up the hitch of the trailer. Yeah, the hitch trailer oh, yeah. twisted like pretzel. So the trailer was really going. It, it did. It's amazing. I thank God because it, it was only through His grace that that trailer didn't blow up. We were. <laughs> it had been one hell of a fire. <laughs> <laughs> well, and this is this is what I love the most is that all the stories you would tell me. We're just everyday life, yeah. and God was there. And yeah. when you needed him, he showed up, That's and right. he always showed up. That's right. And and that was the thing that, that touched my heart the most because it's like so many people go through life not believing he's going to show up. That's right. And so then they don't see the results they're looking for, and they just sink deeper and deeper. But if you know and yeah. if you settle oh, in yeah. your heart that he's coming through, oh yeah, he's always coming through, you know, really? and you can walk by faith then. See that? That night, when we, we kept, the next day we went to camp, and we talked to the guy. He said, "I know right where you're at." So he took some pictures on the desk, and they kept looking. He says, "You're right here." I said, "You're right." Wow. Right there. So he says, "No problem. I'll get you out." And it's crazy because that guy couldn't sleep all night, and so he drove into the camp to be there for you guys. He got all his groceries, and. Al and I got together and we agreed that he'd be there. We didn't know who it was, but we agreed that somebody'd be there to, to get us out. And it, that guy couldn't sleep with that. He said, I'm going to camp. <laughs> so he came to camp. camp, and he was a uh, he was an angel. Maybe I say like, oh, we, when we ble when we left there, we blessed him. We gave him about eighty eighty or hundred bucks, something like that. To buy himself a, a coat, we all give him money. 
so they could buy himself a nice coat. He worked out there, so we, we, we were grateful that he helped us <laughs> We were in there. Oh. And, and the whole thing is, I guess by, by being stuck with the wheels in the mud, we had one back wheel that uh, it, it got a problem with, and we, we had to go to town and get it fixed. And uh, once we got it fixed, we were able to come back home. But that was the only time we we come back. We didn't have a moose because <laughs> we were we were stuck. <laughs> we said there was nobody knew we were out there. We're, yeah, we could see the planes go by, but we 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 were stuck there. <laughs> well, in <laughs> in that time though, you guys got to plant a seed in that guy, and show him that he was actually used yeah. by God. If you you know if you say it. You confess it, you possess it. That's what the word says. If you confess it, you possess it. Don't think it. You gotta say it. If you possess it, come on, it, it's gonna be all right. Well, and even one of my favorite um, moving forward from this, one of my favorite um, stories is uh, my aunt was moving from uh, what is Saint Joachim to Bell River, and uh, remember Aunt Penny was gonna move. Oh yeah, that, no, that was from uh, from Bell River to Essex. Oh, from Bell River to Essex. Or I should say Woodsley, uh, South Woodsley. Okay, and they called you in the morning and said, "Hey, don't bother coming because it's raining." And they called me and she said, "Dad, it's gonna rain." I said, "We're moving. It doesn't rain where I'm at. It doesn't rain. When I say it doesn't rain, I speak it. It doesn't rain." So I, I, it was black and blue, and I, I got outside, but it didn't matter. I went, we got her loaded and everything. We took off from Bell River. And then they called from Bell River saying it was raining there, right? Yeah, well, when we got to Whitley, it was raining in Bell River. We did, <laughs> we had, had to laugh about it, but... Uh, that we knew that God was uh, was with us. So I said, like I spoke it, you have to speak the things of God before before you receive it. See, I spoke that it will not rain. It doesn't rain where I'm at. And it didn't rain. The whole so, day. <laughs> and, and when we left uh, Woodley, it wasn't rain down there. But when we got to Bell River, it was raining back in Whitley. <laughs> it, it was raining back and forth, back and forth. We got it all moved, and not once did we get caught in the rain. It was uh, God was with us. Uh, it, it was uh, fantastic. <laughs> well, and even with rain, like you had a friend um, when you lived in Rodney um, who owned farms. And yeah. He, and okay. he would come to you and ask you to go pray for rain. Yeah. I Well, this one incident, yeah. Uh, I got there about, oh, I said 12 o'clock, and uh, I said, Chris, it was a beautiful sunny day, and you look around, it's beautiful, you know? And I said, uh, do you need any rain? He says, yeah, we haven't had rain in a long time. So I said, well, I'll be gone for about an hour. I'm just going to go out in your field and talk to God. So I went. And I talked to God about it. I told God that it wasn't his, the, the crop's uh, fault that the, the, 
not getting any rain. So uh, I asked God to, to take care of that. And I went back to, and after about an hour, I was out there, I come back, I said, you're gonna have, a, you're gonna have rain this afternoon. <laughs> he started laughing, <laughs> he's looking at a, a sunny day, beautiful day. I said, you're gonna have rain this afternoon. I spoke it. It didn't matter if you laughed, I just, I spoke it and I knew it was gonna rain. Sure enough, boy, get it down. Before he got the rain he wanted. It's really <laughs> raining. And I, I, I always tell people they can have what they say. Yeah. But you think it, you ain't going to get it. You got to say it. Just like God says, you can have what you say, you got to say what you have. Well, and even, even the Lord spoke, let there be light. Even God light. said, let there be light, and right. light was. And so if we were created in the image of God, right. then we're creators. And what we say starts to create our reality. That's right. And yeah. so we that's why in James it says, you know, be careful what you speak, for oh, life yeah. and death is in the power of the tongue. And, oh, and yeah. you know, like even um, I just remember even my own father um, took very very seriously the things you said because you wouldn't just say things if you were saying something it was because you believed it was true and you spoke into my dad's life and and he would come back years later and talk to you and and things like that yeah. because those things had come to pass yeah you know when you like um i remember one time you warned him about sowing and reaping yeah yeah, and he came back to the house and he, he told me about that. He says, "I never forget what you said." I said, "Well, I said a lot of things. What did I say?" <laughs> he said, "You told me what you sow is what you reap." I said, "Yeah, but I said you didn't have to be that way. You chose that way. Nobody else did. You chose to go to your way, and it wasn't God's plan, but your plan. So you got what you say." I I felt sad that day when he when he, when I he drove away. Uh, about a couple of days later, I was thinking I should have said more. I should have talked to him about being born again, spirit filled. Well, I lucked out because God brought him to Stratford, oh, and yeah. I got to spend a year and a half with my dad and have really interesting times, uh, God moments, forgiveness moments. Uh, uh, one time he came to the church and I didn't know he was there. Uh, because there was like an entryway he was kind of hiding and I was talking about the things I went through as a teenager with like hurting myself and things like that and yeah. just being really messed up and um, the next day I was at his house it was a little apartment uptown yeah, I remember that yeah. and he started to cry and uh, and I was like why are you crying and he's like well all that stuff and I'm like what stuff he's like all that stuff you went through was my fault and I said no it's not and you know he my fault and hit the table all like crying and angry yeah. and and it was so crazy because it almost felt like someone took over like i was on autopilot yeah, and yeah. i went and i knelt down and i looked him in the eyes and i said you know what dad even if it is your fault i forgive you and i love you and i held my dad for probably the first time in my whole life and he cried on my shoulder and then we both just kind of got out of there real quick because we didn't, you know, we didn't know what just happened. But I was walking home and the Holy Spirit spoke to me and he said, didn't I tell you I could give you above what you could ask or think? And that moment was such a gift for me from God. And, 
You know, I never even dreamed that that would be possible to have. That's right. That's right. But yet God knew. And so those things that you spoke into him prepared him for that moment. And so sometimes we might feel like we haven't done enough, but maybe we did the right amount. Yeah, yeah. You know, because it, yeah. it looked like he was going through darkness, but the yeah. Bible says that for us, darkness is his light. Yeah. So all those things he went through, God used to bring him back. You know, yeah. that's what I believe anyway. So. Well, I heard you say one time that you're going to, yeah, you believe that, well, you spoke it. Yeah. You believe that you'll see him again in heaven. Oh, of course. I believe it with you. Yeah, because the thing is, is the Bible says that no one comes to the Father unless he be called, right? That's right. And, and it's so wild because the man on the cross beside Jesus never said a prayer. No. Never said Jesus was God. No. Never knew anything. All he knew was he deserved it and this man didn't. That's right. And that knowledge alone, what he received, which I believe he had a revelation. That's right. And he received the truth. Well, who's the truth? Jesus. Jesus right. So he received the truth and he said, you will be with me in my kingdom. And yes, that's what I, I, I was thinking of that last night. The Holy Spirit revealed that to me. And I said, yes, there was no big prayer. All he said was, remember me. Remember me. Come on. And, and I had the chance to tell my one of my sisters that smoked so much that she got throat, throat cancer. Yeah. And I told her I loved her. And uh, she laid there, and I said, "Remember, remember when Jesus was on the cross? There was two two thieves over the uh, on each side of him, and uh, one of them said, if 'If Jesus get us down from this cross,' and the other one said, we deserve what we get, yeah. but this man didn't do nothing.'" Yeah, come on. And so, and so, uh, Jesus told him after he said that, "Remember me. Uh, you'll be with me in paradise." Yeah, and so you just told your sister, "Just say, remember me." Yeah, that's all. That's I just all. said, "Remember." Come on. Uh, you can't speak, but uh, just remember. Just remember. Just ask Jesus to remember you. When this is the the love that you're feeling right now is merely a speck of what he feels for her. And that's what that's changed me so much is the way that like I looked at my kids when they're born and I'm and I see innocence and I see love. Well Ephesians says that God sees us that way yeah. with a spotless innocence. You know, and so we have we've understood things from this um Christianity yeah. stand form of of, you know, well, you got to say the sinner's prayer and you got to be transformed and you got to do this. Well, and Jesus isn't, he no. didn't require more than the person's able to. That's right. That's right. He can just be himself. Just yeah. like the thief said, remember me. Yeah. That's all he said. And Jesus told him he with him in paradise. Uh, what I find lately, every time I, I, I speak or I have a, I see uh, something that is really sad. I I can't. I I have to look down because I, I want my my husband. Yeah, it's become soft. Well, there yeah. was a lot of years that you had a hard heart before Christ. Like uh, nobody messed with I, you. No, 
I, they didn't mess with me in Chrysler because they knew if they got me, I, I would have the last lap. And I did things in Chrysler that today I wouldn't do it again. No. No, you're not the same uh, person. Well, there's one time I wanted to hit a man. I, I wanted this guy so bad. I, I got my fist up and I'm going to swing at him. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to come up and the Holy Spirit said to me, don't you dare. I fell. I just dropped my hand, turned around and walked away. Yeah. See, I realize now I can't, uh, I don't have the same heart that I used to have. And uh, I can't do those things because God will say, don't you dare. Well, the longer you spend with God, the more you become like him. Yeah. Like, I remember we used to watch at uh, in Rodney. Remember the living room? We used to watch that extreme uh, makeover house edition yeah. where they would bless those families in need. We'd yeah. all be crying watching yeah. the TV show, you oh, know, because yeah. that heart of compassion is from God. It is who he is, you know. And um, the coolest thing for me was when, like, you didn't just use the name of Jesus or confession for things you wanted but also protection. Um, you taught people. You know, there was a young lady that lived at the motel that you guys ran. Oh, that was a great thing. Go into that one. Yeah, the, she <laughs> she came to me one day, and she said to me, Lionel, uh, she called me uncle, but we weren't, she's not, I wasn't really her uncle. Cause <laughs> they, they were t speaking like that when they were young till they're up in age. Right now she's about 20, 25. At the time, yeah. And so she came to me, she says, uh, she says, Uncle, she says, this man's coming to my door at, oh, about one or two o'clock in the morning, all drunk up, he, he wants to talk. I said, do you want to talk to him? No. I said, you want to get rid of him? Yeah. I said, okay, tell, I'll tell you what to do. You do that, and I guarantee he'll, be, he'll run away from you. So I told her, that when he comes and knocks on the door, and you see it's him, just holler, and in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. That that man, when she said that, that man backed up, he tripped over the curb, and turned around, and he ran away. He never, she did, he never, never come back again. So I told you, you can have what you say. So I tell the woman, I tell women they can have what they say. Well, and then she found out years later that he saw a big tall man coming out of the room yeah. like coming out of the doorway behind her and he was scared <laughs> remember he, he saw the guy coming out of the the hotel room yeah. and he ran away and it was an angel she didn't see him she didn't encounter it but she, yet the name of jesus has power that's right that's and, right and that's why it's like it's so it's so opposite that's to right. our our flesh that's right like especially right. like um because of the hurt I went through as a young kid, I used anger to control things. If I thought someone was picking on me, I was meaner than they were, right? But it's like the truth is is none of that stuff's power. No, oh no. And when you accept Christ, all of a sudden now there's this opposite spirit. There's this spirit of love and compassion. That's right. That's and right. so we need to rely on him, not on us, because if we do it, it's not going to bring any good fruit. But for, like, think of what would have happened if you would have went out and beat the guy up. It wouldn't have helped her any. No, no. And it wouldn't have helped him. But when she used the name of Jesus and saw that it had power. Oh, yeah. And it changed things. You know, like even um, 
I remember like uh, when we were growing up, you would tell us um, about like even just like simple things like cutting down trees. You know, you were in, uh, I believe it was Rodney, and you had to have it fall a specific way. Yeah, like, yeah, it had to be this way. My house was there. Garage is beside the house. That, that incident, I, I think of it sometimes. See, I was in my 70s when I was cutting trees. And it's like an 80-foot tree. And like, it, it's you know, all 40 here, but. I would tell Jesus every time. I said, Jesus, if you don't watch over me, and I fall, I'm going to come and see you sooner and sooner. <laughs> than. So I would cut trees, and it would fall what I wanted. It. Come on. And uh, I I didn't think it was good. I thank God for it fall where I wanted it. Well, and even, even to the protection of property. Like, I remember yeah. when you were in Rodney, there was some trees that were just off your property, and there was a crazy um, storm, and you had prayed that nothing on my property would get touched. Yeah. And then you went out, and those little trees had been like ripped out because they were kind of on the farmer's property. That's right. That's right. You know, back. Yeah. Yeah. And then now where you're at, you've started to confess over over the town yeah. that you're in. You know, I, I tell you this incident. I watch over the TV in the United States. They have a lot of tornadoes and uh, hurricanes and everything else. I said, Lord. I said, you gave them authority over this. Satan is destroying that property, and they're not taking authority. I says, now I'm taking authority over where I'm at. I says, my house is in Bell River. I says, from the, the CPR tracks to CNR tracks, and from Woodley, I mean, to South Pews, to Tilbury, Janus uh, Creek. In that, in that square, I says, Satan is, I, I spoke, you see. I said, Satan, you're not coming in this area. There's no way. My house is here. The town belongs to me. You can't have it. So don't come around. Uh, if there's a, a storm coming, I would say, remember Satan. You can't come here. I've taken authority over you. You got it. And have you seen any major devastation in that area? No, no. never. never. And then what happened? And uh, one of your grandkids who lives just past that. Oh yeah, my my granddaughter. Yeah. She says, "Well, Grandpa." Well, the first time I said it, I I had mentioned Rushkum. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it wasn't where she lives. She lived just beyond that. She <laughs> says, "You didn't." You didn't protect my house. I said, I'm sorry. I said, I'll said That's when I sp spoke it to be uh, Janice Crick. Yeah. And so uh, she was happy after I spoke it and said, I, I believe that uh, nothing would happen to her either. He's given us authority. Yeah. And, and I believe that um, one of the things that we're going to see more and more is people realizing that we do have power over these things that we can speak into existence that which comes right. from right. within the holy spirit's really the one speaking it that's right it speaks well i that one night that, that i seen that devil i'll bring that up i was my wife and i went to rodney and we stayed at her cousin's place and we were laying there her 
her back was to me, and I just laid there. I wasn't asleep. I was laying there. My body started to shake, and I said, Lord, what's the matter? He said, look to your left. And when I did that, I seen that monster, and I said, oh, it's you. Mm. It jumped back and looked at me back and forth like that, and it, it disappeared. I said, Lord, why did I say it's you? I didn't know who that was. I says, why would, why would I say it's you? You didn't say that the Holy Spirit that's in you said that. Yeah. Well, now I understood. Well, even Jesus, when he encountered the uh, the man with the legion of demons, it says they came to Jesus and said, what would you do with us? Right? They knew him. Yeah, yeah. And, and that story is actually really powerful because Jesus doesn't get angry. He doesn't react harshly. You didn't have to no. uh, stand up and fight. It no, disappeared. No. And so... Um, one of the things that the Lord showed me was that Jesus knew those demons. They were yeah. different creatures before yeah. that. Yeah. And, and it was probably very heartbreaking for him to see them wanting to live in pigs That's when they right. used to stand yeah. in the glory of God. Like we forget these beings used to be in the presence of God. They don't, they're, they're probably not too happy about where they're at right now. No, I guess not. And, and the thing is, is that God is like what he was really I think planting a seed of was, hey, Lionel, look, there's things you know that you don't even know you know. That's true. That's, that's true. <laughs> it's like a tongue twister, but that's it's true. the Bible tells us he's going to lead us into what? All truth. True. Jesus said, I speak in parables. So if we looked at that encounter as if it was a parable, what's God saying? Number one, you weren't at war. You were actually asleep. I was I, I was laying there. I, I wasn't asleep, but I was laying there just like that. And my body started to shake like that. And I, I knew that there was something wrong. That's why I went to Jesus and I said, what's wrong? What, what is it? He says, look to your left. I looked, that's when I seen that big demon. I said, oh, it's you. Well, and you've had to rely especially on the Holy Spirit because... Um, you've had hearing aids, and you would shut them off at night and stuff. Well, I wouldn't have them on. Yeah, so you'd I have them on the nightstand. That's right. But yet, someone was at the door or something, you'd wake up because oh, the Holy Spirit would wake you up. That's right. That's right. When you sleep, even if you had hearing, like when I, I'm alone, and it's quiet in my house, and I rely on the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, to wake me up if there's any problem. So I know how he wakes me up. I started shaking. Then I knew to take authority when I, if I ever have to. But I never have to. I well, I remember even one time me and Jason, we were younger, and we had, like, stuck out, and you caught us. And we're thinking, how did he wake up? Like, <laughs> you know, we're sneaking back in the house, and he woke up. What are you guys doing? Nothing? <laughs> like, you know, and it was just like living people don't understand you got to live with god that's right this isn't about um just the great stories which they're amazing and and god is amazing in everything he does but it's the fact that he lives with us yeah. and wants to be a part of everyday life that's right. just like last night i asked you uh, the father and the son to be with us and that the road would be beautiful that no snow on them at all and i just sitting back relaxing and your mother was just driving, and she asked, how do you like it? She says, beautiful. <laughs> no snow at all. It's just as clear as a bell all the way. 
I had to snowblow this morning, so that's that's pretty awesome. <laughs> I think uh, another one that I want to make sure we get to was when you accepted the Holy Spirit. Oh yeah, that was uh, I. You know, when you receive the Holy Spirit, that's the most beautiful experience of your life. I, I was reading the, uh, my Bible the night before I went. And I read the second chapter of, of, of Acts when the Holy Ghost came down to all the apostles and they all received the Holy Ghost. I said, Jesus, if you want me to speak your words, do you want me to speak to the men about you? You, you have to fill me with the Holy Spirit. And I said, don't leave nothing out. <laughs> oh, my God. It was the most beautiful experience. When they laid hands on me in, in the hall, and uh, when they start bringing the spirit, she, they said, "Open your mouth to speak." I started to open my mouth, and I, the, the 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 voice of the spirit. I began to pray in the spirit. Oh, I I was I, I was in tears. It was so beautiful. Uh, if, if people never experienced that, it's the most beautiful thing to know that God uh, loves you so much that he gives you that. Uh, words can't express it. It's just uh, All you can do is just, just, just receive it, just to be thankful. Come on. And I thought about last night, I said, yeah, that was beautiful. Uh, I, I never forget that. I'd like to go back at that experience again. It's beautiful. Yeah, God, we just ask that that same encounter would just start to happen. Yeah. Even in just your time when you're spending with the Lord, that that joy and that yeah, uh, presence and that, that that same spirit would just yeah. once again explode in Grandpa's life. Come you on. see, when when they we were, were in a prayer meeting that night, and when the, when they were done praying it and receiving the Holy Spirit, they all went back in the hall and were all supposed to have a, a like a teaching. And, but they couldn't teach that. I, I was so, I was so powerful in the spirit, I, that uh, when I opened my mouth, it was all the spirit. You know, I just so they just followed this with me and just worship God the spirit, and uh, I, I think of that sometimes. It's it was beautiful. They didn't preach that day. They just worship and praise, and uh, we had a priest that come in. And that priest mocked us. See, he didn't receive that the Holy Spirit. He didn't believe that. So he was sitting in the back of the hall, but just mocking us. And we knew that. We we tried to to get him to come to to his cottage. He had a cottage in Bell River. We tried to to get him to go there. We'd go and meet him and we'd bring him to the Lord. But they they. they they got a hold of him, and they shipped him to Peru mm. before we had a chance. And I, I, he still had come back to Bell River, but I haven't had a chance. I'm hoping someday that the, the, the Lord will run to my house and I'm able to talk to him. I, I'd like to share that with him. And, and uh, well, he heard it all, so he knows. Uh, all those that... Uh, were in that hall that night, this is about 200. They were all received, and he was just mocking them. But 
I forgive him because he, he, he didn't know what he's doing. He didn't know. He, didn't know, he doesn't know it. He, he thinks it's a lot of hogwash, but it, it's not. It's not. <laughs> it's the most beautiful experience. I always, I always tell people it's beautiful because it's, it is beautiful. <laughs> you get in there. Well, and even too, like I just saw in my whole life, like, like Grandma, she wasn't necessarily the healthiest person on the the planet to the human eye, but yet, like, she did everything she wanted to do. She like she would go down water slides and do all these things, and you would always say, like, you're not going anywhere, you're not going to be sick, you know. And and we we watched, that's right. We watched for years. Like she went through surgeries and knee surgeries and stuff where they would tell her like, you don't have a good chance of coming out of this. And you would just be like, she ain't going anywhere. And and that simple faith would just activate yeah. and, and carry. That's right. Yeah. She, she lived, uh, she lived a long time and I wish she would have lived longer, but I'm <laughs> not the one that's, that uh, speaks about it. All but even even in loss like as i remember um you you had an encounter with the lord when you lost a son years and years ago yeah yeah um my <laughs> uncle bruce great guy um that the lord was able to to give you a dream do you want to talk about that that you seen him in a yeah i was we were in rodney and uh i was well uh, we were all sleeping it was just a dream and uh I was watching TV in that dream, and I looked at my couch, and Bruce was laying back. Hi, Dad. I said, Bruce, what are you doing? And nothing. He was just asleep, laying there. And I said to my wife in the dream, isn't he she dead? She says, oh, yeah, but God let him come down and see you, <laughs> talk to you. I said, oh, that's beautiful. And I talked to him for a little while, and he was gone. I haven't seen him again, but I know he he was more alive, and where he was, than what he when he was on Earth. Well, and the 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 most amazing thing was you were still at that point really dealing with the loss. Like you guys, it was a tragedy. It was an accident, yeah, yeah, and it it yeah. really impacted our family. Yeah, it was hard because you know. And the fact that God gave you that to yeah. show you that that He's alive. He's alive. He's he's more alive over there than he is here. He was here. And I remember one time even talking with Uncle Dwayne, and he had an encounter where he saw Bruce yeah, too. Yeah, he did. He shared that with me too. Yeah. He, and so for me, it's like there's this heart of God where He knows what we need. And he comes and gives it to us. Yeah. And it was so powerful because I remember when grandma was in hospice, um, I was she was passing away. And um, I went to this pastor's meeting, and uh, they, they the one guy asked me, like, so what's that hospice thing like? You know, because they don't go there, right? And I said, well, I think they're doing what we should be doing. They're taking care of people and loving them, you know. And yeah, I believe in healing and yeah, I've seen healing. I've seen miracles. I've seen these things. I know they're true, but there's also a place where comfort and love yeah, is yeah. just as important. And I remember that night when we left and uh, you asked them where the bill was like to pay for,
for when yeah, grandma yeah, was staying yeah, there. Yeah. And when they said there is no bill, I just remember like the feeling I felt and I, I could tell you were feeling too, you were very overwhelmed, but it was like those people were able to give us something that we couldn't repay. And, you know, I got to spend in, in that time, I had amazing times with my, my aunt and cooking for our family. And, you know, um, just, just, I wrote some amazing songs in that time. You know, I, I remember just the process you went through having to let go and trust that God is good in the middle of all this stuff. Yeah. See, I'd like to bring that, that, the incident of uh, my my uh, my wife's cousin and Rodney, yeah. Norma and Chris. Well, he went and had a triple bypass. Yeah. And he came back, he was okay. But then something would go wrong, he'd be to the hospital. I'd go there and I'd tell him, you're not going no place, I need you to come back home. So he'd come back home, he'd be all right. A few weeks or, uh, or a month later, he'd back in the hospital. And uh, back and forth like that about five, six times. And uh, I told him about Jesus. I, he was born again. I told him about it. And uh, he was always, uh, never asked questions, but he would think about what I said. And this one day, I got word that he said he wasn't coming back home. So I, said, I jumped in the car and I went back to, ride, to the hospital. And I said, Chris, how are you doing? Not bad, he said. I said, I hear that you're not coming back home. Oh, I says, you want to go home? You want to be with Jesus? I says, just agree with me that you can go home right now. <laughs> just agree that your, your spirit will stop and you'll be in the presence of Jesus. He couldn't, <laughs> he couldn't, couldn't agree. But I tell you, if you would have agreed, uh, I, I guarantee you that in the name of Jesus, he went home. <laughs> but he went home about, oh, about five, five months later. But uh, the last time he went to the hospital, I got worried again. And I said, Lord, I spoke to that man. I, I shared with him the gospel. I shared him, uh, you, he knows you. But he's not in the word. But uh, I spoke the word to him, and I said, "If you want me to go to him again, I go. If not, I'll leave it alone. I'll leave it go." So I let it go, and he died that day. Mm. And uh, so I hope he's with the Lord. He used to laugh at me. I used to do his farming, his plowing, his disc, and. Uh, and one time I was on the tractor plowing. I was going up this row, and I was going up pretty easy. I looked, once I got to the top of the hill, I looked back, I, I forgot to put the- <laughs> the, 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 the plow disc. down, yeah. I forgot to put the, 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 the disc down. Man, this is really good. <laughs> and, uh, so I had to go back around, and oh. put it down, then go up. But he laughed. He was down there laughing. 
he wouldn't. He had two brothers, but he wouldn't allow to to work for him. Mm. He wouldn't allow him to leave, uh, you know, to do the things I did for him. Well, you guys had a, a he he knew who you were, and yeah. that's the thing that I think really speaks a lot to people when they meet you is you are who you are every day. There's no there's no ministry voice. There's no Jesus no. time. You are who you are. I am. That I, that's right. And and you walk with God every day. And you know if you could. Um, because we're going to wrap it up so we can go hang out with my kids and have a great time. But if you could tell people anything about Father God or Jesus, what would you want to tell them? Well, I would like to tell them that to fall in love with Jesus, <laughs> to make him the Lord of your life, he said, those that come to me will not be disappointed. <laughs> and believe me, you're not disappointed when you come to know Jesus. You you share Jesus with everybody you know, and uh, I still when when I was in Chrysler, I shared the gospel with everybody in there. They knew who I was, and uh, I I miss I miss going to work, but I, I'm eighty four years old, so uh, <laughs> I can't move like I used to. But. Uh, just make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life, and everything will be just fine. <laughs> That's your ticket to heaven. Come on. And to to live with him. You know, I think that's that's such a powerful thing that you taught me was God's here every day. Yeah. Whether, you're, whether you're trying to fix something you've never fixed before or you're trying but, to, he'll show you. You know what? Funny thing about lawnmowers, eh? I kept looking at one lawnmower. I went to the lawnmower place. I said, how much would it cost me to fix my my lawnmower? I told him that it was, wasn't was uh, working right. He said, about 200 bucks. So I, got, I come back home, and I looked at it, and I said, Lord, I says, I have a feeling I could fix that. He said, take it apart fix it. <laughs> I said, okay. But I said, you have to show me what what's what because I never did it before. So I started, I took it all apart, fixed it all up, put it all back together. It was perfect. Wow. See, if you want, if you really want to fix something, God will teach you how. Just like when you really want to play guitar or banjo, yeah. anything like that. Truly young fellas, in, in, in uh, Pius, rather, one uh, they had a one had a mandolin, and the other one, seen I had the piano, so I, I talking to them. I says, you know, I says if you sit down, God will teach you how to play this. I says God will teach you how to the other one. I said God will teach you how to play the mandolin. You had to hear them today. Come on. Oh, geez. Well, even me, you would put, you would let me hold the instruments when I was like a little boy, and just tell me, you know, if you if you sit there and put in the the, the effort. effort, God will put in the increase. And you know, it's true. Like, because I know people who have played guitar as long as I have, but it's different. And you know, everybody says it's a gift, but I believe that it's actually. God in relationship honoring us. That's right. When we show desire, 
It brings the Father. He loves to give us the desires of our heart. That's right. And so, you know, um, yeah, this has been great. Um, Guys, thank you for tuning in. There's lots of people online with us. And this will be on Facebook. Uh, We have a podcast. We got YouTube. We got everything. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, thank you for coming on, Grandpa, and spending about an hour with me and just in the presence of God. I enjoyed it. I very enjoyed it. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> really nice. I'm, I, I'm more intimate. I, I, I cry a lot, a lot more today than I did a few years back. Yeah. I don't know if it's because of getting older. and uh, I don't know. It's just, it's just the way it is. I think it's because there's more um, the likeness of the Father. The more we, the more we go through, the more we, we carry a soft heart. That's right. If if we're willing, it's a it costs something to carry a soft heart, because I've had times where I was in the middle of preaching and God asked me to be vulnerable, and I had to just cry in front of a room full of people and tell them what He was doing. <laughs> you know, like um, with hospice, the one time I went there to play a song that I wrote for all these doctors, right? And so, uh, do you remember the British lady with the short hair and glasses who would kind of help out at the hospice? I don't know. She was, she was there every day. I would talk to her when I was there. And, uh, so I went to play at the conference and there's 120 doctors and physicians and I'm on stage and I look out and that lady's standing there. Well, immediately, you know, all the feelings come back and mi- just the, you know, the missing, like the longing, you know, all that. And um, I started to cry. And the Lord said, tell them why. And so I told them. I said, this lady was there every day. And uh, she made me laugh. And she was there for me while I was going through something really hard. And so I started to play the song. And I had my eyes closed. And halfway through, the Lord said, open your eyes. I want to show you something. And no joke, there was people on the ground crying, weeping. Like, it was crazy. Like, people were trying to hold people up. Like, the whole place was, like, just a mess. And when I finished, I remember this doctor came up to me and he said, I haven't felt that since my grandma, who used to, like, take care of me, would hug me. What was that? And I just told him, I said, that's the Holy Spirit. And, like, this is a doctor. Like, this guy's not, like, you know, just like some guy that's having an emotional experience. He encountered the presence of God. And... <laughs> The more that we're open, the more that we're willing to show that that we're human, that we love, that we have compassion, the more that we show that heart of the Father, the more people I believe will encounter Him. See, when I when I lost his finger, yeah, uh, we were in that one room when the doctor was there that operated, and I said, I thank God they gave you the ability to fix this finger. He says, well, I am God. And I told him, don't say that. I said, the last man I said that was eaten by worms. Mm. So don't don't you dare say that you're, you're God. He couldn't speak. <laughs> don't, I guess no one ever told him anything. But I spoke and I said, don't you dare take the, the place of God. Because the last man I did, it was eaten by worms. And, uh, 
I remember when you lost your figure. You were you were witnessing to the the ambulance drivers. I came down, spent a whole day with you. We hung out. It was, I think you had more fun preaching about Jesus than losing a finger. So I didn't worry about that. I said, like, when I'm on the other side, I'll have my new hand. No problem. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Go on. The only time, only thing I wish I wouldn't have lost it, but that's part of life, I guess. You, <laughs> you go through life, you lose, you lose a limb. That's part of life. Well, I, it hasn't slowed you down too much. No, but I, I like to share. I like that when I, I'm able to share different things. There's so many things in my life that that I experience that uh, it's it's amazing. You can't think of it all unless the Spirit of God reveals it to you. Yeah, just yeah. since we've been on, um, we've had uh, Tiffany, Lisa, Jason. Uh, we've had over probably 25 different comments, people just saying how blessed they are um, of you sharing. And <laughs> So, God, I just thank you for everything that you shared today, and I thank you for my grandfather's willingness to come and and share the things of his life and, and even open up his heart and that the gospel has gone forth and that people have heard of a good Jesus, a Jesus who wants to live with you, a Jesus who wants to be with you, who wants to teach you how to speak like him and walk like him and stand like him. And yeah, even go through hard things, but keep coming through because you know that God is good. And so, Father, we just thank you for today. I thank everyone who um, who watched. If you guys could share, that would be awesome. <laughs> We'll get this out there, and uh, thank you guys so much.